podcast sound. Yeah. And I was like, All right, I'm Marissa. I've known Erica forever. Because yeah. we got along, like, right from the start, huh? We were talking about finances. <laughs> I was like, man, this girl is <laughs> responsible. <laughs> so, backstory is that Marissa, she is an artist. She's an artist by night and a dental hygienist <laughs> by day. She is an excellent dental hygienist. She's my dental hygienist. And because she left the dentist's office that I used to go to, I haven't had my teeth cleaned mm. in a little over a year. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Every time I floss, I think about you. Please do. And I floss every day. Good. So <laughs> the last time that you cleaned my teeth, I want to say you gave me a C plus. No, maybe no, you gave me a B minus. I think it was like a B. Was it a solid B? B. <laughs> I think you would give me a better grade this time. Because I've really been going to the back and flossing Getting those in teeth. There. And I could tell it like makes a difference with my own breath. Yeah. Have you been sun scraping? Yes. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Thank you for, thank you. Please clean my teeth again. Yeah. Let me know. Okay. So Marissa cleans teeth by day, mm-hmm. but at night. She is an artist. And t- talk about your art. Tell me what you're working on. So a lot of custom stuff. I like, I like a certain style too. Like I love detail. Like I'm really into the details. Kind of like the American traditional art because I love that too. Yeah. And like kind of get a little spooky little player. I've done furniture, but I'm like, that's that's what I started off with, but I don't want to do that anymore. Okay. But I mean, I will if you, if you want me to paint some shit, then I will. Yeah. Pretty much anything I could paint acrylic on, I'll do. And you've done, uh, you did the ornaments, you've done shoes, you did some hats. I heard that your Dodger hat um, got a lot of attention. Yeah, I guess so. Apparently that's what Chris So Marissa made a Dodger hat that had webs on it and it gave so many... It was Halloweeny like people, apparently. major boners. Yeah, well, I mean, hit, there's bro. it's a whole cult. For real, though. The Halloween cult following. Yes. People love Halloween, yes. and they love, like, pumpkin spice lattes and true crime and, and Nightmare shit, Before Christmas, stuff. spiders, bats, pumpkins, ghosts. Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Michael Myers. Yes. Three. And Marissa's handle is at Nightmare. Is there a dot in there? DJ Night dot mare. No. What is it? There's no DJ what in the there. Fuck? I don't know. We'll put it in the notes. <laughs> Marissa doesn't know her own fucking Instagram handle, so we'll put it in the notes. DJ. <laughs> DJ, DJ Nightmare. Nightmare. Oh, wait. I'm not a DJ. So Ramsey, Marissa's husband, is a DJ. DJ Ramskillet. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of Dupars. Ooh, Dupars. Ramsey just started going to DJ school like how long ago? He's he goes to I'm sorry, we shouldn't call it DJ school. We should call it what it is. It's the Beat Junkies, beat junkies right? Yes. So he's in the Beat Junkies yes. and he's been doing that for how long? 2 2 years, year and a half, dude. At least. Shout out to my boy Rams yeah, cuz he's definitely he's, improving. It's so cool. He's always been excellent. He has a history in music, yes, right? He like loves he loves music. That's his jam, bro. And he went to school for music. Yes. Or he went to a high school that a was high school an arts high school. Yes. And it shows. He played the bassoon. Mhm. He he plays a lot. He played and the saxophone. piano, he played the saxophone. Yeah, he's, he's very talented, musically talented. Yes, he's extremely musically talented. So he obviously has an ear 
yes for music and for playing music for other people and now he's in the beat junkies Mm -hmm. and from what i can see online he's all over the place all the time yeah we definitely are (laughs) yes and how has it impacted your relationship it's definitely a lot but i mean i get it like yeah, I totally support him. It's so cool. Like, see him grow and just, like, the community and, like, who he's meeting. And, of course, like, he loves it and enjoys it. We're being there because he's just, like, networking and meeting all these people. But he loves it, too. So I'm like, well, yeah, we're going to go. But it's just been, like, rough <laughs> because we're constantly, like, doing something. It's like, oh, man. I'm like, those are just two days off. That's cool. Like, I get it. You want to do what you want to do. But I'm like, I want to do with stuff that I want to do, like, hiking or, like, you know, doing stuff. And, like, wake up early, too. Tell me about your relationship with Ramsey. How long have you guys been together? 12 years. Okay. Yeah, bro. And we're yeah, we were together for nine years before we got married. Yeah, it was a fucking roller coaster. Like this one was like going through your twenties and having a relationship. We both came from similar backgrounds. We both like have our traumas. And like I also like never was single either since like high school. Oh. I was always in a relationship. Like I never had that, you know. <clears throat> Did you ever have the desire to have a single phase? Yeah, for sure. I mean, as everyone I think should. Mm-hmm. You know, we both should have been single. We didn't do that, so we're like just going through our shit. Being there for me, like going through that shit, like how I treated him, you know, I put him through some shit and like having my realizations of like why I was the way I was. And I have to also forgive myself like I was growing at that time, too, and going through my shit. Now seeing like how I grew up and like going for yourself and being out for yourself and like always think about yourself and like me, 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 me having my realizations. I'm like, really like, okay, let me start working on my relationship with Ramsey. And it's been like definitely great, definite changes, you know, and I have to realize I remember that. I'm figuring my shit out. We're both figuring our shit out and like communicating more and like being here where we are right now with so much what we went through our experience. We've mm-hmm. just grown so much and gained so much more wisdom. What was the drama in your relationship in the tw- in your 20s? Almost like getting together to like an alcoholic or some shit because I was like drinking, blacking out. Like, every day, every night, every weekend. A lot of like for sure like every weekend like yeah. So that was my coping mechanism at that time, you know. I remember going to his brewery for his cousin's birthday. And I, by that time, I was like, okay, bro, like, I'm not going to drink that much. I'm going to take it easy. I remember I had, like, a beer and I blacked out. And, like, I just remember then I just woke up and it was in the morning and I was like, what the fuck, dude? Wow. I only had, like, one beer and I passed out. No, this is not cool anymore. Yeah. So that's when I was like, okay, I'm done. And, like, what changed? Was it that beer, the day with the beer? We like broke up for a time it's my drinking bro like i know you can't like it's just too much he broke up with you yeah like it was it was like when we're oh we're gonna take a break type phase emory told me that and i called him right away because it was like a week like a couple like two weeks or whatever that we had like stopped talking and then i was just like no i can't do this we need to be together like i was just like no way bro like i knew he was just like no he's such a good guy and i'm like Nah, Ramsey really is a very special yeah, guy. He really is. And I'm like, nah, I can't let this go. Like, I'm fucking up. Like, I can't do this. After that happened, yeah, I had already, that's, that's what led to being that way. So then you stopped drinking. Yeah. 2019, yeah. you guys got married See, in yes, the yes, woods. Yes. That was, was gorgeous. beautiful. Gorgeous. So gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, that was such a beautiful wedding. It was, wasn't it? Thank you. Yeah, it was a really nice night. When did you guys decide that you wanted to try... To have babies. Maybe like 32, 31, 32. I was like, okay, maybe at that time I would like want to get pregnant. Now it's like pushback. It's like not at the priority list. Like it's still there, of course. Like I want to have kids, but yeah. it's not the priority. I decided that I do not want to have kids. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty sure. 
And Ralph and I are both pretty sure about it. Like we've had discussions where it's pretty much solidified that we don't want to have mm-hmm. kids. I think I'm at peace with it. But yeah. I also like fully support anybody's decision to want to have them. Yeah, to each other, whatever you want to do. Yeah, I think you just got to do what you got to do. How come you don't want to have kids? Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm no, just, no, I know. Everyone has their reasons. I don't feel like I'm healed enough to have mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. I just kind of err on the side of caution. Maybe I can just be like a mentor to mm-hmm. other people's kids. But I don't necessarily have to have my own just in case I transfer some kind of negative shit to them. Mm. Yeah, keep working on yourself. Keep healing. We also really love our freedom and our life. Yep, yep. And I mean, we've realized just by having dogs what a huge responsibility it is to be in charge of some other living being. Because we know that, we're just like, dude, these are dogs and like they're chill. For real though. <laughs> we could leave them by themselves. Yeah. But with babies, it's like, what are we going to do? 24 7, bro. 24 mm-hmm. 7. Mm-hmm. You get me? I don't ain't no rushed. Tell me when we talk about right now. Yeah. <laughs> For mm-hmm. that reason. You and I had a conversation in January of this year on our way to Arizona. That's uh, that's what I consider the beginning of your current journey. I believe so, yes. Because that's when I started acupuncture. You told me you had this like pouch and that you yes. kept thinking you were just fat. <laughs> yeah, or what, full of poop. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you full of poop? And that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's like bloating and like constipation <laughs> and like having that thing. In- Why did you decide to go get that checked out? I had started having bleeding. So I went to this doctor. It was a guy. He felt it. He was like, well, that's normal for like young girls to have that. And I'm like, what the fuck? I kept having bleeding. So they sent me to my uh, primary doctor. And then she saw it. She's like, yeah, it ain't fucking normal. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. No. So um, she was like, oh, go get an ultrasound. So then they did the ultrasound. And they saw that I had like a cyst on my right ovary. Mm-hmm. A couple small fibroids. I believe I had multiple fibroids. And then one big one. I know I have one big one. I started already looking into like getting rid of it on my own. Um, I was looking into like naturally ways of like getting rid of it. And so I went to the doctor and then they were like, yeah, it's a fibroid. And the only option is just like surgery. Yeah. She's like, the only way we can get this out is surgery. We don't know where they come from. And she was saying I was also anemic. So she was like the surgery, uh, the bleeding out, like I could die from this. And I'm like, and then she was saying that's like benign, like it's just uh, growth in the muscle, like the tissue. It's mm-hmm. just the cells, I think, just start, like, developing and just starts developing muscle tissue. We don't know where they come from, and uh, that's the only way to get out, surgery. And if you have the surgery, then you can only have C-sections for, that's it. I was fucking, like, already annoyed and pissed. Yeah. yeah. I was annoyed. I think I was more just annoyed and sad, just like how the system is. It's just, that's what she's, like, trained to do, you know? Because you had a conversation with me before that where you said that you guys were going to start trying to have a baby. I think so, because when I'm 32 now, this was like last year, I believe, that I found this out. Yes. And so, yeah, I guess so. Probably early 2020, you made a comment like, Ramsey and I are going to try for kids oh, this yeah. summer. Yeah, we did. Well, we just weren't trying, but we're just like, what the fuck ever happened? Yeah. You know, pull up game week, you know, at that time. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, like. <laughs> um, Is everyone using the pullout method? It kind of seems like it. I guess for the most part, right? By this time, I don't know. 
I mean, I don't know anybody who's on birth control. Fuck birth control, right? Like, yeah. Um, and I don't know anybody who's using condoms. Yes, I believe so. So everybody's just busting a Hail Mary. Probably. Okay. Whatever, whatever the fuck happens, happens. Okay, yeah. so you guys were trying, and then you found out about the growth that uh-huh. you had was a cyst on your ovary. And then they said that there was only one way to take care of it, and that's surgery. Yes. And you were like, no. Yeah. That is not the only way. I will find another way. Yeah. And then you tried to go a holistic route. Yes. And when I saw you in January, you were like drinking teas and things. Yeah, I do a lot of shit. But it's been like definitely making a difference. So I started doing acupuncture at that time. It was January. What I had looked into was growths that come about from like so many factors, like the chemicals and everything and everywhere. And it came down to even like the tampons and pads we use and so it's like all this stuff can cause fibroids, cysts, and all this shit going on in the re- reproductive, the womb, you know, the, the yeah, uterus. So I did that. I looked into this, and then I saw like a woman mentioned she did acupuncture, and so I was like, okay, let me look into that. And I started acupuncture in January. And did it help? I'm still going, and I for sure feel like things are happening. I'm still like figuring my digestion and like my body out. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then what else did you do? Was it just the acupuncture? No. And then I started doing castor oil packs. So like you put castor oil on your stomach and also help with digestion too and put a heating pad on it. I was doing it up to I think like three times a week or something like that. You do it for like an hour. I don't know. I think it also like helps break it down. Clots can come out. Definitely changing my eating habits, like avoiding certain like estrogen producing things. Like it's, they, they could grow from a hormone imbalance, which yeah. I believe ha- I had going on. Like there was definitely too much estrogen. So that's where they can also come from. What are estrogen rich food? I stopped eating soy because of that. And um, I would think milk. Yeah. It only so. makes sense that milk would have it, you know, because it comes yeah. from tits. And if they have, like, if they have hormones and It comes shit from cow tits. It's definitely, like, a lot of factors. I know. I believe it's, like, soy. What else that they... I just was looking into this, too, after, like, write things down. But um, deli meats and, like, salamis. Yeah, it was... It did say, like, cheese, dairies. Um, of course, sugar. Refined sugar calls all kinds of shit. So, like, mm-hmm. refined sugars I've been cutting out. So, uh, yeah, I definitely feel like it's 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 helping. It's working. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. It's a journey, bro, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So tell me, you said that early on in the DJing that it it was uncomfortable. Yeah. I was like jealous and shit. Jealousy and like having my own like low self-esteem and not being comfortable myself. Something's going off. I felt like, you know, now him meeting these girls and like being friends with them. It was like, oh shit. Like here. Yeah. Similar interests. And he's going to be like, okay, well. I'm into this because now I'm like, well, we're not, we have nothing to talk. We're not, we weren't talking, you know? Yeah, it was a lot. Like seeing how they looked and they dressed and they were like, of course, they're all cute and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, these girls had very low self-esteem and insecure about how I was looking. Like oh. it's the way I look, like my stomach and stuff, like having this pouch, like I, it's uh, like I let it get to me and I know I'm not supposed, I shouldn't, but it's like, you know, how I look that physically. Yeah. And so I was like, well, oh. it's hard because as women, like as hard as we try, as hard as I work at being like, accepting of every type of body out there because i really truly see women as beautiful i know the pouch that you're talking about Mm -hmm. and i never once looked at you as though the pouch was something wrong with you Mm. i just saw it and it was there and i had neutral thoughts about it just Mm. that it was there and it almost made me feel connected to you 
it's like, oh, look, like even Marissa, who's like tiny, like we all have like bellies. Yeah. And uh we're always like trying to hide them. And I don't know why. Like we all have them. We all have them. Even the men have them. And like men don't hide them as much. But it's like we have this feeling of like we got to hide the belly. And it's like, dude, I know you're right. My belly is so nice to me. Like it expands every time I want to eat a fat ass fucking burrito. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, you're right, though. I, but we all hide it, and we feel so ashamed of it. And mm-hmm. so you felt embarrassed because you had the pouch. Yes. And you felt like insecure. that was putting you in a bucket of less desirable. Yes. Uh, and then I was, like, not communicating, too, so I was letting build, things build up. And I was, I'd be, like, giving attitude, and I'd be, like, in bad moods and stuff. So I wasn't communicating how I was feeling. So you were just acting out, but not saying, Ramsey, I'm jealous. Yes. Because you keep going out and these girls are like hot. Yeah. And yeah, I get that. Yeah. So it was just me like not saying shit and building it up and being like angry and moody. Mm. <clears throat> How long maybe, did you let it simmer and boil in your blood? <laughs> just like maybe two, three months. Fuck. Yeah. For two, three months, you didn't say anything? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dude, that's before Kathleen's ba- uh, bridal sh- um, bachelorette party. That was, what was that? That was like in the summer, I believe. You are capable of holding Bro, that's how some- I grew up. Like, she's my dad. Like, that was him to the max. So, yeah, dude. So you just, Would blow for up. two, three months. Dealing with that shit. Just, so then what? Like, pretended to be mad about other things? No, I would just not say anything. I would just give him attitude and just be like moody and grumpy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, no, I would just be moody and grumpy. I think also why it took me that long is because I was also figuring my shit out like, why am I acting this way? Things need to be stopped. What made you finally say something? It was when they did their second final because they did, they do like a final, right? A class. They would go out and celebrate, you know, the first time to one of the girls' house. So it's like really pretty. And, but I've never met her. And I knew who she was. I didn't know any of them were. And then he, he goes there and he stays out like super late. He doesn't tell me anything, you know. Maybe at that first time it was like midnight or something. And then the second time it was like two in the morning. Yeah. And he didn't say anything to me. What the fuck? Where are you at? Like you're at some chick's house. I don't even know. Like what the fuck? But me, instead of me like getting up and calling him or texting him, like where the fuck are you? Like I just you laid just it. let it marinate. I just let it boil and oh. boil. Oh my god! Yeah, bro, just let it marinate. And you just poor dear, you're yeah, just bro. sitting there making yourself miserable. Mm-hmm. Yup. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, bro. Okay. We. I was right before Kathleen's uh, bridal shower, bachelorette party, that I had to take off for the weekend. I was like in the morning. I was in a bad mood, and I didn't say anything. And he was just like, "Oh, last night was fun." And all I said was, "Yeah, I know you came home late, but like attitude." Yeah. And so like that. Just like basically shut him up. Like he didn't say anything. And I didn't say anything. That was it. And I started painting. I sat there and I was just like, this is not good. Like I'm going to leave for the weekend on this note. Like this is not good. So I knew that. But at the time I just couldn't still couldn't get the words out and like say anything. But I was just like, I have to go at least say sorry. Yeah. So I did. I, I just said, I'm sorry for my attitude this morning, but didn't say why. Yeah. And he was just like, it's okay. Like, that's fine. And that was it. And then so all weekend I was suffering this shit like in the back of my mind. Yeah. Thinking about it and then thinking thinking about it. And I was just like, when I come back, like, did you talk to anybody about it while you were out there? No. Fucking Marissa. (laughs) Just brewing. It was brewing. You give me such good insight on Ralph. (laughs) (laughs) Morenos. Yeah. The Moreno tree. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, marinating in that. But, like, also just thinking about, like, what I wanted to say and, like, how it was making me feel, too. Like, I was also thinking about that stuff. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm growing from this. How can I grow from this? Like, this needs, something needs to happen. Something needs to change in me for myself. Getting all worked up and angry and pissed. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? For what? And it's then you're me. taking it out on him. And yeah. he's like, man, Marissa's been on her period yeah. for, like, two <laughs> months. Right. He's like, <laughs> that time, he like, he, like, knew he had an idea. But, like, he he wouldn't say anything either. Like, he wouldn't ask. He wouldn't talk about it either. He would just. He never says, like, is no, something he wrong? He, just, he, he, he doesn't bring it up. He doesn't talk about it. He just leaves it alone. Oh. And just, like, ignores it and, like leaves me alone and just like walks away from it like he doesn't come yeah he doesn't ask that's why we have to communicate like we're both kind of the same wow so yeah he he doesn't say anything he doesn't ask like what's going on what's wrong he's just like some shit in the mood i'm just oh, leaving her alone oh man yeah dude so nothing was coming out so so you guys would just be in silence yeah dude for like and then i would get over like a day so um uh, after i came back i was like i broke down i was like yeah dude i gotta i know this this got to change and i told him how i was feeling and yeah, he said he, he apologized and yeah, just very understanding. He's like, I know I need to communicate, apologize, and this and that. Got through that and amazing. Yeah, I, just, I was like, okay, but got, something's got to change. I'm like, we got to change too. So, yes. yeah, it's definitely it's definitely work. I mean, you know, this ain't easy, but no. as long as we're both willing to put in the, the work for it, it's good. I, it's good. I think so. Yeah. Wow, dude. I. I don't know how the hell you stayed silent for bro, two months, bro. I took it after. Well, I that's learned from kind my dad. of fascinating. I learned from my dad. My dad was the same way. I have a friend. We were really close friends. Um, starting in like 2009, she like wiggled her way into my heart. Like, just kept texting me and trying to invite me places and doing things with me. And and then we got really close. Then we ended up going to Europe together. Oh, nice. We went to Europe together for ten days, and it was fucking awesome and then when we got back like things were awkward between us things were awkward between us for like a long time okay um well i know now but at the time i was like what the hell is going on mm -hmm. and so i had this like feeling like things were things were weird so like shit started happening and i was like what happened yeah so i finally just asked her i was like dude like did i do something because like these are some signs that we're not good. And then she responded and was like, I'm not ready to talk about it, but like, we're not good. She later said, I don't know how, how much later, maybe like a couple weeks. She was like, Hey, my bad. Like, so she tells me that on my birthday, I said something that made her feel bad. And I was like, dude, on my birthday, we went to Europe together like a few weeks after my birthday. Why didn't you just say something? <laughs> Why didn't you say, hey, dude, the other day, like, you made this comment, and I would have apologized. Yeah. Like, she didn't say anything. So then we ended up having a falling out, and then she came back around, whatever. I never really understood how she could keep it in for so long, but maybe it wasn't that she didn't want to tell me. It's that she didn't know how. Exactly, yes. Mm -hmm. That's exactly it, uh-huh. And just coming over that fear to say something. It's, so it's a fear. You feel afraid that if you say something, what do you feel afraid of? <clears throat> yeah, I guess it was also, I wasn't used to that. I guess I didn't know how to. That could be it. I you just know didn't how. know how to broach the subject, like how to bring it yes, up. Yes, because I didn't even know how to even talk about this stuff. Like I didn't grow, like my family, there was no communication. Right. So I didn't learn how to communicate and express my feelings. And it was like bottled it, bottled it all in. Yeah, I've been afraid to, like, just say something. Got so, it. So you didn't even know what you were feeling. 
that you like knew you were jealous, but you didn't want to be vulnerable and say, I'm jealous, I'm insecure. That's probably it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. see it as a sign of weakness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you grew up in this environment yes. where people like, make, yeah, you like, got to be tough. Don't be a fucking pussy about yeah. that. If you were to disclose that you're having trouble with yes. something, that would make you weak. We don't, we don't do that shit. That makes sense. Right. Yeah, no. That, I'm afraid. It shows, yeah, it shows vulnerability, shows that I'm weak. But it's not weak. But not weak. No, we're, no. I'm saying weak well, because that's what we were yeah, taught. Yes. But it's not actually weakness. And it's because my brother's like, you know, they're fucking like, Rah! like, yeah, that's what they would but say. Do too, but do you see? No. It's very common in Latino males because of machismo. There's this documentary called The Feminist in Cell Block Y. It's about this guy in prison who starts a program to teach men about toxic masculinity. He starts talking about how men are taught very early on by their male role models and female role models to be tough. In order to survive, they progressively become more and more repressed because it makes them or it allows them to interact with other men in safety because men are not allowed to have feelings. So when they're around other men, like they almost have to like extra, like, yeah, they got to flex it. Exactly. It's not their fault. And I feel like it's a very unpopular opinion when I say that I think men have it bad too, because women have it fucking terrible and men like they're also repressed and it makes them like little ticking time bombs mm -hmm. because they're in that same predicament that you're talking about right now where they cannot express what they're going through. It just creates this toxicity for everybody. That feeling, which is really sadness, which is really jealousy, which is really insecurity. Everything. It comes out as rage because rage is an acceptable male behavior. Being tough and violent. Being angry. Fucking ripping someone's chest hair out. <laughs> yeah. Rip mm -hmm. out that patch. I was holding on. But mm -hmm. then when you guys talked about it, things got better? For sure. Are you doing better at sharing how you're feeling? I, I'll take a little bit. Just now it's like days. Also, the reason why I don't say things right away is because I like to first think about what I'm going to say. Because I, I can like tend to like pop off and like say something that I might not mean later. So I'm like, okay, let me take a minute. I will write it down. Now I'm ready to let it out. Okay, yeah. well, that's so good. Days, yeah, Definitely working on it. Definitely working on it. It's definitely hard to tell people how you feel. I sometimes don't want to tell Ralph how I'm feeling because, like, maybe I want to avoid an argument or, like, I kind of gaslight myself a little bit and say, ah, maybe I'm being too picky about his behavior. Mm, uh -huh, like, maybe, yeah. maybe I just need to work on this. And then when it pokes at me and it pokes at me and every time it happens, I'm like, no, that's really actually pissing me the fuck <laughs> off. And then I have to take my breather like, okay, how do I address this? <laughs> yeah. And Ralph and I, we always talk about the compliment sandwich. If we're going to give each other constructive criticism, okay. we got to do it in a compliment sandwich like, like this. Ralph, you are the best fucking husband. I love when you wash the dishes. Like, you are so helpful around the house and with the dogs. I am the luckiest person in the world. But sometimes when you laugh at me when I'm being serious, it makes me feel like you don't care about me. And I know that can't be true because you're such a great husband. I really need to hear you say it. Oh. Then it's maybe a little easier than if I'm like, dude, can you stop 
because it'll it happen. Lightens, it lightens the blow. Yes. Oh, good idea. Because you remind the person. They are. Like, they're good you, quality. You I love deeply, them. I deeply care for you. Yes. Look, uh-huh. you're the fucking shit, okay? Uh-huh. That's why I married you. That's why we're homies. But you do this one thing, and I, I don't really like it, it honey. It me. Uh-huh. It bothers me. It makes me feel sad. It uh-huh. makes me feel sad. And then they're like, no, I don't want to make you feel sad. Mm-hmm. No, that's not me. Husband oh. of the year. Mm-hmm. Yes, I told you I need to work on like. Yes, but Marissa, what I'm saying here is very textbook, bro. <laughs> but it's not. It's so easy to just execute in the moment, especially if oh, you're I upset know, sure. or hurt or like if if something happens and I'm already crying about it. Like it happens and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so fucking hurt right now. And he's like, what? What happened? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's hard to say. I need a minute. And it's hard to say what I just said so tactfully in a moment like that where emotions are so high. It's a very difficult thing to do. Yes. And uh, my hat is off to those who can do it effortlessly. Last week, Ralph was trying to make this bruschetta. Ooh. Yes. Um, our neighbors had made some and it was delicious and he was trying to mimic their recipe. Um, but when he did it, and he pulled it out of the broiler. It didn't look like theirs. I think it's because they pan fried the tomatoes. And he was like, oh, well then, you know, go ahead and fix it. I started to chop up the tomatoes and I put them in the pan with like a big dollop of minced garlic because they also put minced garlic on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude, it, the face you're making is it's bomb because <laughs> it fucking was. But I come out and Ralph is like being such a grouch the whole time. Like he's got hella sass and attitude and he's like well like i'm hungry and he's hungry and he's like grumpy that it doesn't look the same and i'm like dude like chill it's fine and i'm laughing and i'm just like you know i'm being playful i'm just like i'm not gonna get upset with you Uh and then i go and i fix it and i think i do a great job and then his reaction to when i brought the tray out was like oh my god there's so much garlic on there oh my goodness yeah and so his brother was here and I'm like, I I can't even muster up the words because I'm so mad. Like I was just being really playful with you and I was, you know, being supportive and cool. And like, here I go and I tried to fix it after you told me to, even though like that's not the proper way to ask me to do something. But you said fix it. And I went to the kitchen and I did my best. And then I come out and you took a shit on my work. I said, okay, I'm just going to put this in the kitchen. And I went and set it on the stove and I came out to the backyard and I started crying. I was fucking so hurt. And then um, like a few minutes later, he came outside and he leans over. I'm I'm laying down on the rug that I have out back. Uh-huh. And he like leans over me and he's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. That was a really extreme reaction. And I didn't mean, you know, to be so grumpy about it and you know he's doing his best to apologize Mm -hmm. and i'm mad marissa i'm like fucking laying down there and i'm shaking i'm so mad like you embarrassed me in front of your brother oh yeah and so i didn't say anything i was just laying there and i i didn't have the words and so i didn't say anything for a bit and then he said do you want me to leave you alone and i paused for a second and thought back like at all my therapy and I was like honestly I'm not my best self right now like mm-hmm. I'm not this version of myself that's gonna go okay I forgive you so yeah I kind of fucking do need like yeah. a minute yeah I politely said yeah I want to be left alone 
and then he left. And then I snuck in through the bedroom and I came in here and I was working on my podcast. And then I see him go back outside and he's looking for me like, where the fuck did she go? Run away. And he was bringing me a plate of the bruschetta. Oh. I was watching from in here like, look at this fucking guy out there and trying to make a peace offering. Uh-huh. And by then I was feeling much better. He came up to the window and was like, don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Like, I'm really sorry. Please come back out. And I was like, no, I'm embarrassed. But I'll take the bruschetta. <laughs> but let me give me that, give me but, that <laughs> but give me those two delicious pieces of bruschetta you've got there. <laughs> so then, you know, we had the moment and, and it was resolved. But Ralph and I have been working on this communication method for quite some time and we've evolved in the way that we argue because shit used to pop off and it was ugly um we went to couples therapy which i'm not ashamed to admit at all because i think it was so helpful in teaching us about who's doing what wrong and who's doing what right every single time that we argue we're better than the time before good so proving yeah for sure. Yeah. And I also think it's because he's become more willing to be vulnerable. Good. Yeah. I used to think that a relationship had to be perfect. And if it was even a little bit flawed, ooh, shit, something's up. Yeah. Something's wrong. Something's not right. I've had to learn to examine the bigger picture and realize that why would I expect my spouse to be perfect when I am not perfect? Exactly. And I fuck up all the time and like, yeah, maybe my flaws don't mirror his flaws exactly, but they're still tough to deal with. I go through waves of depression. I become a puddle of myself, you know, like I just cry and it feels like I can't handle life. And he holds my hand through that shit. He is there for me and listens to me and hugs me through it and is patient with me and that's not easy Mm -hmm. so you know like when he's a grumpy son of a bitch (laughs) yeah i'm like yeah he's grumpy yeah for sure that's just how he's dealing with it yeah but he is helpful and he is he's so in love with me and he makes me feel beautiful and he's down to do the things that i want to do And he says yes to things that he knows will make me really happy. He plans all of my birthdays. Mm -hmm. He's the fucking shit. Yeah, for sure, dude. Sometimes I compare my relationship to other people's and I'm like, you know, are we off because we don't look like that? Mm -hmm. Or are we wrong because we're not doing that? But Mm -hmm. it's like, nah, dude, this is our shit and this works for us. And I know what it's like to be miserable in a relationship. I really do. And this ain't it. Agreed. I concur. You're right, though. You're right. We were talking about outside in our preemptive podcast. The warm-up. Yeah, the warm-up. And I think you said that you don't have a support system at the moment. Yes, I feel very lonely. I just feel like, yeah, I don't have any friends. (laughs) Yeah, I feel really, like, by myself, and I feel like I'm, like, my own cheerleader. Like, I feel like I'm not getting the support that I'm, like, giving out. 
I don't know why I don't feel comfortable like just talking to you. Like we're so comfortable. Like I'm so comfortable with you. I don't know why I just don't talk to you about it. Because so. that's vulnerable, Marissa. Uh, I don't want you to know my shit. That's what it is. You huh? don't want me to see that you're just a little child inside. For real though. My Even though I'm also a child inside. We all are. Yeah, I don't know why you don't reach out either. I don't know. That's what it is, though. That's what it is. I don't, I don't want you to know my shit. I don't want to come off like, oh, I don't got my shit together. Like, I know I'm going through my... Yeah, but, that's what it is, I guess. But like, we all cool. don't have our shit together. I know, but it's just me, Even like... Even the ones of us who look like they have our shit together... Nobody does. No. They don't have their shit together. I don't have my shit together. You don't have your shit together. Because what is together anyway? Exactly. It's like what are... It looks different to everybody. Yeah. You know, like, we might have it together to somebody else... But then, you know, they see together as this and I see together as what that you know, person's huh? doing. What does that even mean? We all say this shit. It's like, what the fuck does it even mean? What does it mean? And what does it mean? Like, we got, what's what's together? Living the, <laughs> living the dream, like, you know, being educated, having a yes. good job, a family, getting married, the yes. house. Yes. And we're not like... And wearing aprons and red lipstick and cake, baking cakes mm-hmm. and like always saying everything's perfect. Perfect, yes. perfect, perfect. <laughs> yes. And just <laughs> slicing apples and making sh- apple pie. Chewing on bananas. Chewing and bananas. <laughs> <laughs> making trail mix. <laughs> well, I think about that too. You know, like if I were to put myself on paper, it's like, okay, I have a job. I have a little side thing that I'm doing here. Like I'm doing my artistic shit. I'm married to someone I really love. Mm-hmm. I own a home. I drive a car. We hey, do have our shit together. I have shit together. Yeah, but I'm do. over here like I can't believe that I'm not making <laughs> three meals a day. <laughs> I can't believe that I'm not in the best shape of I'm my life. A million dollars in. <laughs> like what the fuck? Right. I am so We're worthless. The future. It's just like we have to appreciate what's doing in the now. Like, right what are we doing now? I am guilty of telling myself that I don't have my shit together because of the other things in my life that I feel are not together. I want to be in better shape by 40 than I was at 30. I keep putting all this pressure on myself to get there. And it's like, dude, I got to start like working out regularly and I got to start eating this kind of food and I got to start blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, I give myself so much shit for not having these areas together. But it's like, dude, I'm over here working on myself. Mm -hmm. I'm working on my mental health. And that doesn't always include being on like a raw vegan diet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not out here just like eating fucking yams. Okay. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And sometimes people will assume that I've really got my shit together because I'm a vegan. And I'm like, yeah, I got discipline about like not eating meat and Uh cheese and dairy, but I'm still going to fuck up a bowl of chips. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what my point is. <laughs> I guess my point is that I, I oh, put a lot of pressure, pressure on myself stuff, yeah. for not being like even healthier uh-huh, yeah, and even more in shape. And uh-huh. it's like, dude, I put my body through hell. I ran a bunch of half marathons. Like my body, I have f- fucking strong ass legs Yeah, and I could still run if I wanted to. Uh-huh. And I, you know, like I'm good at working out. I hold a fucking plank. Like I, my body is functional, Mm -hmm. but I'm not fucking, you know, muscular and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I know. I know. I'm the same way. I have a lot of, yeah, going through the same shit, bro. There are some people that I know who are champions for themselves. And that's great. It's really beautiful. Confidence is such a cool thing. For sure. So good. Yeah. I'm great at building everybody else up, but not so great at building myself up. Same, bro. 
So what are you going to do about your loneliness now? Well, I know I can reach out to you and be more comfortable talking to you about because you know everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so does everyone who's everyone listening else, to the list to the, the podcast. Thousand people listening are going to know everything about me. I needed this. This is like the step in the right direction. I feel the safest with people who don't have it together and are okay with talking about not having it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, with some people, it feels like a competition to prove who's got it more together than... Right? Like, than, we're, we're, we got it. They're we got like, it going on. We're like, perfect. oh, no, I'm doing great. We're perfect. We're amazing. I'm doing so great. Everything's so good. Nothing's wrong. Yeah. But Don't it's look like, at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you could give yourself some advice, like if you could go back and give Marissa in the two-month boiling pot some advice, what would you tell her? Write it down for sure. Just get it on a paper. Mm-hmm. Get that courage just to say it and finally bring it up. I love that. Mm-hmm. One of the trends that I've seen in my therapy that all of my therapists have told me is to keep a journal. And sometimes it helps to journal because you might not even know how you're feeling about a certain something. And then you take pen to paper and you realize that you know exactly how you feel about mm-hmm. it. You yeah. just didn't know how to say it. Exactly. I was doing yoga. I'm like, I can't even fucking focus on yoga right now. Like, yeah. I have a, I'm like, I need to get it out. I have to go write it out. Yes. That's such good practice. Huge difference. What is a marriage tip? Do you have one? Communication. Yeah. yeah. Communication, being supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. Just being there. Just being there. Yeah. In the moment. Yes. That's very important. Being in the moment. Communication. Don't have any, don't get crazy. Don't get angry. Like, hey, we yeah. just got to get through this. Yes. This is what we have to get through. And then, bam, we're better. Everyone together. <laughs> so I guess the message of this podcast is if you're out there feeling your life is shitty or you're shitty, you're alone, you're not. No. We're over here. We're hot messes. Yep. We're hot, we beautiful hot messes. Hell. We hot shit. We, our baggage is just bedazzled. <laughs> this is bad bitch right there. <laughs> it's been an honor and a privilege, Marissa. Oh, likewise, this has been great. I'm so happy and honored as well. And when you hear this next, it'll be on Spotify. Ooh, we yeah. on Spotify. Yes. It- Podcast.